You are now tuned in to 3 Plus 1, the podcast. Hello and welcome to the 3 Plus 1 podcast. 3 Plus 1 is a multi-generational podcast that crosses lines with zennial and millennial voices. Political issues, social matters, and popular culture are explored weekly in a segmented format that engages, informs, and sometimes uplifts. Happy Wednesday, everybody, and welcome to another episode, part three of our interview and discussion with this week's guest, Morris the Artist. Morris, how have you enjoyed your week with the 3 Plus 1 podcast crew? Um, if you guys don't call me back, I'm going to act funny. I've thoroughly enjoyed myself. You guys are two great personalities to be around. And the content that y'all, you guys produce is like, oh, wow, let me subscribe real quick. You know? Go ahead and tell all your friends to listen. We do want you to subscribe. We do want you to tell your friends. And so, you know, we exist because uh, we give two different generational voices. But really, there's a large void for young millennials in learning about current events and news and talking about them yes. and really hatching it out. It's I really agree. an old man's game. Yes. Uh, but it's really something that young people need to know about. So we really want to give a little bit of information out there while highlighting great young people like yourself who are doing some really good things and really interesting things. And we talk about that. You're an artist. What are some upcoming projects that you can talk about with us? Upcoming projects? Um... Well, fortunate for me and my connections, <laughs> um, the new seasons of a uh, reality show, which I love, um, all the way back from Flavor Flav, <laughs> Tila Tequila, all the way back. Tila! <laughs> um, it's starting, Housewives is coming back. So there'll be a lot more events. Um, my the go- Real Housewives of Atlanta, Atlanta. returns to television. Yes. Is it going to be in November? November is the time frame, and I'm so excited because although I don't like cold weather, I love reality TV, <laughs> and so it gives me and that you do warm work comfort. with the Housewives. Yes, I do, I do, and it's so great because it's like that's my what do they call it trash TV or what they call junk food TV that I get to digest Mm -hmm. and so with that it's just like loads of online social media content that I get to indulge in because fortunately I get to see behind the scenes of a lot of stuff so while people are talking I'm just like ah you don't know the tea you know the real truth and you spend some time with these wonderful women yes it's a limited perspective but it is a perspective you know do you have a favorite housewife I do have a favorite housewife it's Candy it's Candy Burris <laughs> your favorite housewife is Candy it's why, candy. why is Candy wait so oh this you, is good I really want to know you know a lot of us have you know favorite housewives you know everyone who listens should know that my favorite housewife and why I don't watch the show it's Phaedra it's Phaedra I'm a Phaedra fan hands down team Scorpio we stand tall but tell us <laughs> Oh. You know, tell us why is it, Morris, that you know why is Candy your favorite housewife? Oh my gosh, Candy is my favorite housewife because with the heart of an entrepreneur and the heart of a business person, she says she's going to do something and she does it. Mm-hmm. And her mantra is, I don't want to ever say anything on a season and not get it done within the season. And for wow. me, that's like goals. It's like you have so many franchises of people, and this is a strong black all female, you know. Uh, franchise but so many people are born into money and so many people spend money like just recklessly but she legit builds and works and not only that she's my favorite housewife because if you're around her you get to eat too you got what i'm saying wow you're not <laughs> what, just yeah, what does that mean though that's a great point you're not just uh you're not even the help or you're not even just a you know people come with their little fan base or whatever you call them when they walk they're, they're, posse posse 
And so she's like, put she puts you in position, and this is documented throughout the show. She puts even Kim Zosiak, when she got her on the track, she put, um, how about, can't say a couple of more names because it's controversial, but she will put you in a place to make your own money and she will steer you in the right direction. And she'll steer you in the right direction. My, I, I'm, a, I'm a candy My fan second, well. my like second favorite. Phaedra. Um, ah, not Phaedra. My second favorite, and I'm just a loyalist to Housewives because it raised me, is <laughs> Nene. It's Nene because I'm team. I always go for like the most villainous person of the show. Oh, Nene. Don't can you be a meanie. <laughs> or oh, you can be a panini. <laughs> right. I like her because. She's no smash. Oh, she's smash. I hate you. That nose is smash. Oh, 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 oh. I don't, I don't like Nene. So I like Nene because for Nene. one, she helps make the series because the one-liners that, and I miss Phaedra for the one-liners as well, but Nene being an OG and the one-liners she produced, Oh my God! They're classic. They're hits. People are still saying, "I said what I said." You know what I'm saying? I said what I said. People are still saying, "Woo, child, the ghetto," and it's like she's good <laughs> TV. You got what I'm saying? So it's almost like she's my modern day uh, Tiffany uh, Polar. She's my New York, and Lord knows. I, I, I'll, I'll give it. I'll give Nene that she makes she's good TV. Yeah, but. Ratings may not necessarily agree with us, and that the show <laughs> declined in ratings last season. And I actually feel that in the time that she was off the show, trying to become the celebrity that she didn't get to become. Oh, uh, uh, Kenya let the able, blinds up, the shades here. Kenya was able to come in and really, you know, deliver the same type of presence on the show and when she left the show the ratings went down more so than the ratings went down when Nene left the show and I don't like Kenya either I don't like that kind of person I don't like that you know I'm gonna tear people down and cause unnecessary drama on a reality TV show that's not my thing but I, I would much rather to be honest have a Kenya on the Real Housewives of Atlanta than have a Nene on the Ooh. Real Housewives of Atlanta because I don't think that Nene is a good person oh my God. at the heart of who she is I feel and like and I think that uh, Kenya isn't a good person but I think she does more for the putting on but where Nene is a lot of that is kind of real if you're going to be on a reality and show a you have to have a storyline and you have to have a tangible not a spring summer <laughs> storyline Sorry, so just knowing Nene has all these ventures going on, I just wish the best for all the ladies to have stuff going on. Because yeah, fail ventures. It's hard. Like comedy, but... <laughs> Testing Damn. one, two. This is my opinion about Nene. I'm just not a fan, but it's just, and it's okay. And many, most of our listeners are going to be fans. Most people are fans, and, I, and that's fine. I'm 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 Nene at the mouth for some time, so yeah. I get it. And I'm you know. Phaedra to the heart. I love her some Phaedra now. Yeah, she's educated, and she's also a part of. AK but she Tyler. wasn't educated at the strip club. She was educated in law school. Ooh. But. Ooh. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> he loved that little. He loved that little one. He loved it. Oh my god! Like, he over here like I did that. This is good. You know, but no. So, uh, do you? What's the biggest lesson you've learned from your work on The Housewives? Uh, my biggest lesson is that when someone brings you into an environment where you are witnessing um, people like go to, go for their dreams, people to live out their lives in front of a camera, it really teaches me to... <laughs> Candy really teaches me. She teaches me to um, just be a man of your word. Don't let yourself down. You got what I'm saying? Don't let yourself down even... Though you're in front of the world and you have this facade, what you promised yourself, you have to work for. Her, what she always says all the time is, get your shit together. And for me, mm-hmm. that's really like a self-affirmation like affirmation type situation when things are looking 
oh my God, the fact that she can turn a rumor into a dollar. She know how to turn a shade tree into a money tree. That can carry with anybody in their lives because we've all been the product of a rumor or a victim of it or whatever you want to say. Right. So to flip that into a coin, ugh, sounds like a shopping spree. So, you know, you bring up a good point about the shade and some of the things that have been said. We had a little bit of shade last week ah. when Azalea Banks came out and said some very ah. negative things about number one single artist Lizzo. Uh, where she said that Azalea Banks said that Lizzo was making a fool of herself with white America, calling her a fat, black, wide-eyed mammy. See, this came after Lizzo was named as having a number one Billboard single, a time that of celebration for this artist, someone that we've talked about this season quite a bit as a big fan. What do you guys think about Azalea Banks and what she's, the shade that she threw towards Lizzo? All Azalea Banks does is attack black women, and she's a hater. Like, honestly, uh, I don't even like talking You don't like her. Azalea Banks? I don't like Azalea Banks. There's no music point. you like by Azalea Banks? No, I can't even Who? name one song. Yeah, exactly. I don't know anything about it. Like, all I know is she gets on Twitter, acts like a troll, is disrespectful to black women. She loves attacking black women, and it's annoying. Like, Well, she had that great moment on Wildin' Out. <laughs> when they came for her and she, she got there crying like a victim you can't be on the internet talking all this shit then you get on this show and they come for you and now you're like they're bullying me she's the um epitome of what they're calling nowadays as a clout chaser because Ooh. she starts going towards the most popular wow. and popping person at that moment and I guess when you're insecure about what God has for you sis um, it becomes normal for you to attack people online mm-hmm. especially when they're like experiencing the greatest season of their lives greatest so, sis, it, it wouldn't be wise for you. You should possibly ask her for a feature. Yeah. <laughs> like, jump on the track with her. Ask for some Azalea Banks, I, you know, I'm going to be honest, and I, she has some songs that I really enjoy. I like 212, The Big, Big Beat. I, actually, I don't know. I'm glad songs. people listening. So, yeah. I will say that The Big, Big Beat, I listen to, it's in my run track. Her songs are very upbeat, high power, um, 1991. I mean, some really good songs. Like, if you guys, I will say the, the best song to check out is The Big, Big Beat. I, I work out to this song. I listen to it. I feel that Azalea Banks has a lot of bitterness about not breaking out in a way that she feels she should break out. I do think that she has talent. Absolutely. She's a talented lyricist. I think that she's done some great music, but it's never broke out and caught on. And she says it's because she's dark-skinned. But Lizzo comes out and she attacks Lizzo. Who's big? And it's beautiful. Not the, it's not the cookie-cutter stand that they would expect because when... Azalea Banks was attacking Beyonce. Yeah. It was because of her skin complexion. Now you're attacking Lizzo. What can you attack about Lizzo? You said that she's catering to a certain demographic. Mm-hmm. It complete this one, this this right here makes me no longer want to support Azalea Banks in even to her music. No one wants to support misery. <laughs> right. As much as it loves company. She That's hates right. herself. She literally hates herself. That's a problem. And so she sees other black women, because she hates herself as a black woman, <laughs> and she chooses to attack them. Girl, sit down. So, not only did Isaiah Banks attack Lizzo, but 50 Cent <laughs> attacked last week Michael Jackson. And unfortunately, Michael Jackson's daughter, Paris, kind of got caught up in the back and forth. I, I, 50 Cent said that Chris Brown was a better performer than Michael Jackson. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. <laughs> this, this is what your parents say when you've been to say something stupid in front of company. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Fifth, um, Michael Jackson was not your generation, 50 Cent. So you were nowhere near 
understand the emotion, the energy, the, the 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 legacy of Michael Jackson to be alive when he was creating. You got what I'm saying? And this whole trend of cancel culture or comparison culture with a lot of millennials and even all the popping people trying to cancel the legends of the past. Mm. Listen, y'all can't even breathe on their platforms because guess what? We have social media to push our work. They had nothing but pen and paper. You got what I'm saying? And to very make a dollar now is very much so easier because of all these tools and tricks we have. Michael Jackson got it out the mud, out of his living room. You got what I'm saying? Mm. And ain't nobody trying to say take nothing from Chris Brown, but there would be no Chris Brown without Michael exactly. Jackson. And so 50 Cent's comment was, all I'm saying is I've never seen MJ come out like this. And it was posted under the video of Chris Brown doing like 500 flips or whatever. Because you weren't alive, basically. Right. <laughs> or it wasn't filmed. So Paris responded and said, true legends don't need to exert outrageous amounts of energy Ooh. just to grasp your attention. Listen. Yeah. That goes to the pulpit, too, when people preach and hoop and do all that weird stuff. The word is the word. <laughs> and if it's a good word, it falls. Yeah. Yeah. She, you know, she said that, you know, exactly two legends don't need to exert a righteous. But then 50 Cent came back with even more negative. What he say? He came back. He said something about, um, why am I the bad guy? I understand how you feel, Paris. But does anyone care about how the little boy's butts feel? Speaking of butts, um, let's talk to Vivica about yours. Because she definitely spoke on it. Yeah, well, she eating that thing. Munch, munch. And so, 50 is like, oh, I, okay, he needs to Didi, why are you laughing, Didi? At 50 oh, Cent saying, but does anyone care about how the little boy's butts feel? It has Didi cracking up. I'm laughing at you. Oh, it's Tazzy's fault again. <laughs> when Tazzy said okay. munch, munch, why would you? <laughs> oh, he was laughing before I said munch, munch. This is first off. <laughs> I hate 50 Cent. Oh, wow. I, you know, this has been a hate-filled week. <laughs> but I do not like 50 Cent. I don't like Kevin Hart. I do not like 50 Cent. 50 Cent is an inter... He's a social media troll, and he attacks people constantly. This wow. is not the only person Go that he's done this to. Your son. And he go to his son. That looks just like you, sis. That you do not want to claim and you don't want to support. So it's absolutely... It's not too late. You know, it's horrible. Oh, I support cancel culture. When you get up and you use your celebrity status to hurt and attack people to demean, mm-hmm. you should be canceled. Yeah. And I wish you could cancel 50 Cent. Yeah. Thank God that uh, power is getting uh, off the air. So I don't have to see it on television anymore. <laughs> they say this it's is a big, big rich town. town. Yeah. Exactly. So, you know, have you guys seen the new season of Power? Okay. Yeah. The highest rated... You know, scripted uh, cable television show at the moment. I don't watch Power, and I wanted to watch it, but okay. at the time I wanted to watch it, I was really trying to like monitor what was going on in my life. And when I tell y'all, they had a lot of sex up in Power. The season I was trying to watch, <laughs> I was like, "This is a this is a big rich much for me." Okay, like I can't do it, so I stopped watching. Okay, Tazzy, no, have you I been watching the season? Yeah, I did. Um, they- is it a good season? I guess it's decent. They changed the beginning of the song and it's annoying. A lot of controversy. You don't yeah. like the new... With Trey songs, get him the hell up out of here. Put Joe back on there at 50 Cent. But apparently, he got so much backlash about the song yeah, he change. He's changing it back. To and the, the only song. reason I listened to the intro because Twitter and social media was really like, oh, no. And when I Does the does old version sound better to you guys? Yes. Okay, when I really figured out it was Joe, like the Joe... Joe Oh, you can't never not get hmm. Joe. And they got Trey's on. This is a big man. Trey, they say, get the hell they say he was a little too emotional and excited. It's not an exciting no, show. No, get it's off of here. Very controversial. Dope. Joe got it. Put the original back 50 right now. Dang. So, Trey, sorry, Trigger. Yep. Yeah. 
So I I haven't, um, I don't think I've actually paid much attention to the intro to even have noticed, but I have to, I have not been, I'm not happy with the final season thus far. Mm. It hasn't been to me really compelling television. It seems like it's being kind of sloppily handled the conclusion of the season, but we'll see how it ends and how it um, continues to go forth. Other news, guys, as we wrap up uh, part three of our three-part series on on this Wednesday. Anything else happening in the world that you guys want to share and talk about? We have the big Democratic debate next week. I'm excited. Can't wait. One thing that we've been kind of as a, a whole entire theme of the whole season is who will be, who will get our vote? Who will we support and who will be standing behind? We start, I started the season really supporting Joe Biden until he said stupid stuff one too many times. And so I have officially said I'm not voting for Joe Biden. Oh. I've been doing my research. Uh, well, he said that poor people can learn just like white people can learn. Wait, ouch! That's <laughs> what he said. Then tell me, Uncle Joe. So that kind of ended it for me with uh, Joe. And I've been doing my research. Tazzy, have you been doing your homework and your research around the candidates as we committed to? Like I said oh. last week. I'm still on board for Elizabeth Warren. And I'm also leaning heavily towards Elizabeth Warren uh, as well. She said some great things. But Bernie Sanders is making a very strong... Put. This has been a great week for Bernie Sanders. He's been very, very vocal. Uh, they had the CNN, Sit down, Grandpa! They had the CNN town hall so around old. climate change. He did a great job. He oh did a phenomenal gosh. performance in that. And I feel like, you know, he's definitely rallying strong and giving a good effort. But I still, right now, I'm still leaning towards Elizabeth. Morris, have you, do you have a candidate right now that you really, that's speaking to you and your interests? What's crazy is I have two very close friends, one from my hometown, one from college. There are, one is for Biden, one is for, what the old girl is, the black girl? Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris. I'm going to be honest with y'all. Um... I just want um, Uncle, um, what's his name? Grandpa, uh, what's his name? Old man name? Bernie. Grandpa Bernie and Auntie Lizzie to get married. Uh huh. <laughs> just going to get married so one of y'all can drop out and we'll have the best of both worlds. And that's all I know. And Uncle Joe, you can be the God parent to the nation. That's all I know. Because I'm just praying that God just gives the right person. To the end, I can't vote now because I don't understand right, what's going on. Like, we are part of one party and it's like all the top dogs just want to pull the vote. Like, yeah. and come on. I didn't even watch the debates because it's almost like, <sighs> come on now. Y'all just really, y'all doing a lot. Both so, you know, as long as you vote <laughs> oh, in 2020, that's the main thing. Isn't Obama running? I mean, Michelle. Michelle! <laughs> <laughs> Who was recently voted. Don't pick us up. You know, you can't 2019. Pick us up. Woman of the Year. Oh, Michelle Obama was yes. the 2019 Woman of the Year. Yes. Hallelujah. I, I, I can agree with that. It's been a great year for Michelle Obama. I think she is indeed a, uh, will be a phenomenal and makes a great woman of the year. Okay. In other news, though, um, we talked about Jay-Z and his whole thing. Of we were like, researching that as well. Yeah, we talked about it last week, but just the other day, the NFL and Jay-Z's Rock Nation will donate $400,000 to two Chicago organizations that claim they're dedicated to empowering at-risk youth as a part of two parties' new Partnership for Entertainment and Social Justice Initiatives. So the BBF, Better Boys Foundation Family Services, <laughs> and the Crushers Club are the two groups which will receive a donation from the league. So, of course, when this was announced, Twitter went and did their research. Um, the Crushers Club 
is an all lives matter oh uh, type of organization. And they have a tweet. They have tweets that people were bringing up where they were like, praying for police victims in Dallas. Let's use this time um, to come together, not to be divided. More all lives wow. matter. United, we stand. And this is where... Divided, we fall. Let, right. But wait, hold on. You, that's, wow. You, 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 you're in for a good one. Also, from the Crushers Club, one of the organizations that um, Jay-Z will be giving his money to, um... There's one of the women on the board, this old white lady. She's in all the pictures. There's a picture of her holding this young boy's head full of dreads Mm. with scissors about to cut the dreads off. And the caption is, it's a family thing. We, a box mentor, make music. We box mentor, make music, and I get to cut hair. He's freaking out, but looks so cute. Her other one, she has another picture of another young man. She's cutting off his dress and says, and another crusher, oh. let me cut his dress off. It's symbolic of change and their desire for a better life. Oh, as a member of Lock Nation. Um, Do you see this woman? She, this woman is saying, cutting off your dress, these young black boys dress is a symbolic of change and their desire for a better life. And Jay-Z has donated to $400,000 to these If y'all could see sis bangs right now, she cutting the wrong thing. A mess. She can't even see her future. A mess. <laughs> <laughs> a mess. Oh, wow. This is horrible. Be high if you got work to do. No, I don't even want ah, But you're right. Saying, but no. Her husband doing his own thing. Huh? Maybe, maybe not. But I will say that it is heartbreaking to hear the misguided nature of someone that we thought was for the culture. I completely don't support Jay-Z in his work with the NFL, but this makes me question Jay-Z's philanthropy as a whole. Now, they have always said, like, these other rappers have come out. Forgive me for not knowing the names right now. It was on Complex on YouTube. They have said Jay-Z has always been about his bag. And when you listen to that particular song... Dang Dash said that. Yes, yeah. he did. And when you listen to the song that he talked about shooting his best friend and selling crack to selling his, mama, crack his mama, it was like, no, he's always been about his bag at the expense of anything that got in the way. And so now it's almost like, bro, you aren't the figurehead. Colin Kaepernick should be the figurehead that we are guided by because guess what? His fight is so much more personal than for you to swing in at the last minute and be like, so now, guys, I'm going to take the reins from here. Like, bro, no, what are you doing? Mm. What you got to say, Didi? You lost some words? Jay-Z is just like Donald Trump. Donald Trump is all about his self-interest and what's going to benefit and and Mm -hmm. perpetuate his self-interest. And seems as though Jay-Z is the exact same way. And it's disappointing. It is. Um, And it's disappointing that we have allowed him to ascend to such a high level in the entertainment industry. by supporting him and his work. I've never been a fan of his artistry, but I... If Tyra was here, Tyra would say, and we were all rooting for you! We We were rooting rooting for you, but we root no more. (laughs) So, thank you for bringing that up and sharing that, you know, piece of news. Uh, It's been a great week, guys. Uh, Thank you so much for joining us and spending that time with us, and I can't wait till next week and see what we break down digest more. We can't wait to also have you back on the show. We have some special projects coming up. We can't wait to have you join us. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. We'll see you all next week. Next week. Love you. Bye, guys.